This is Your Life, God's Truth, your QFM. It's Phil, and on the phone with me is Dr. Jack Hughes. He's going to be coming to speak at the Act Like Men Conference at Faith Evangelical Free Church in Grand Forks Saturday, February 4th. The theme this year is Word-Centered Leadership, and it is an honor to talk to Dr. Jack. Uh, I can tell you, you know, Master of Divinity degree uh, in expository preaching from the Master Seminary, Doctor of Degree a Doctor of Ministry degree in expository preaching from Westminster Theological Seminary in Escondido, California. This guy is certainly uh, prepared and ready to do, to come and share. And Dr. Jack, welcome. Good to talk to you. How are you? Oh, doing great. And thanks for just taking some time out to do a little interview. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Originally, you're from Idaho. You're married, right? You have some kiddos? Yeah, I'm married and have three grown kids and uh, three grandkids. There you go. And I tell you what, ministry to men in America, we've been talking about it for a few years now. It is absolutely critical. We've got to get men on fire for Jesus. And with this theme of leadership, uh, that's also very important, obviously, for godly men, husbands, fathers, to uh, to learn what it truly means to have those qualities of leadership. So we're glad you're coming. And it sounds like you love speaking to men, right? Uh, I do. I just have a heart for discipling men, training men, you know, teaching men. I've gone all around the world doing men's stuff and pastor training. And I just, I just, yeah, I just have a heart for men, you know, to entrust things to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Yeah, you know, and for whatever reason, it seems like uh, there has been a trend of kind of demasculating men uh, in our culture. Our culture, obviously, is is messed up, but maybe even in the church to a, a certain extent. And we just need good men. And the only way that's going to happen is to know God's Word, to drill down. And so when you think of Word-centered leadership, uh, without giving it all away, you know, how about a couple of bullet points of what you're going to bring to us when you come? Yeah, um, I think Friday night is kind of a leaders-only thing, yep. and um, I'm going to be teaching on Hebrews 13, 7 and 17. There's a couple texts in there that talk about, you know, it, it's in some respects, it's going to be preaching to the choir. It's going to be teaching about how the congregation needs to relate to their leadership, but in the same way, uh, I'm going to talk about, uh, you know, what kind of leadership is worthy to submit to. So there's going to be that on Friday night, just to try and encourage people in the Word and just say, hey, you know, yeah, you know, the the Scriptures say submit submit to your leaders and obey your leaders, but it also says uh, uh, that they will give an account to God for how they shepherd your souls. So I'm going to kind of emphasize that end of it a little bit more just because I'm going to be speaking to leaders. So that's going to be happening Friday night. Okay. Then Saturday, I have a couple sessions, and these are things I, I gave, you know, Anton a whole bunch of, I have a very deep sermon barrel since I've been preaching for over 30 years, but <laughs> um, he, he wanted me to preach on what is expository preaching, because there's a lot of confusion about that, you know, like, is it verse by verse, or can you pick an isolated text and be an expository sermon, and does it need to be a small text or a big text, or, you know, what is it? What is that? So we're going to be talking about that just from First Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, which is probably the most succinct text that addresses what is 
expository preaching. So that is um, going to be the first session. The second session, we're going to talk about Jeremiah twenty three twenty nine, where you know Jeremiah uh, the prophet, you know he 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 writes, you know, is not my word like a fire, and like a hammer that shatters rock. And we're just going to talk about the power and sufficiency of the Word of God. And if you're going to be a man who gives God glory, you need to be in the Word, being pounded and burnt by the Scriptures, so to speak, so that your life can change, so that you can be the husband you need to be, and the grandfather, and the student, or whatever you are, you know, God has made you to be, that you can be that person to the glory of God, and not just, you know, be a drone. So that's the second session on Saturday. Okay. And guys of all ages, right? I mean, let's touch on yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Guys of all ages. And then, uh, you know, there might be some people who will be able to, you know, hang out for Sunday morning also. And uh, I'm going to be doing a, a really fun message on Sola Scriptura mm. from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. That's the text that Jesus quoted to Satan when he said, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. And so I'm going to actually take um, a somewhat tragic story from the Reformation about uh, Thomas Cramner, who was kind of one of the architects of the early English Reformation, and talk about some of what he did and kind of this really bad compromise he made at the end and how at the very end it all turned around at the glory of God and it's really fun. So I kind of weave that into my exposition of the text just to encourage people that God's Word is sufficient for everything pertaining to life and godliness, as Peter says in Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3, and that it equips us, it thoroughly furnishes us um, for every good work, as Paul says in Second Timothy 3, verses 15 through 17. So that's kind of going to be the emphasis, and the hope is, is just to give the men a good shot in the arm about the sufficiency, the power, the, you know, just the life-changing effect. If you just place yourself under the Word of God and spend time with the Lord and let it dwell in you richly, it will change your life. Dr. Jack Hughes joining me, and he is pastoring Anchor Church in Louisville, Kentucky. He's coming to lead a men's event at Faith Evangelical Free Church in Grand Forks. Uh, there is a, an event Friday night. I think that's already all sold out for pastors in the area, a much smaller group. But on Saturday, there's room for hundreds of men to come, men, and bring your sons, like teenage on up, that kind of thing, grandsons. Uh, there is room for you. So please get registered by January 10th. We have a link on our website, yourqfm.com, and it's the Act Like Men conference coming up on Saturday, uh, February 4th. You know, uh, Dr. Jack, when you think about men today, men in the church or men in, mm-hmm. in our culture in gen- general, what, what do you see as one of the biggest reasons that are holding men back? You know, is it, is it wow, I've just got to pour myself into work to support my family? Is it cowardliness? Is it lack of, you know, parental modeling, you know, by one or two generations? What, what are you seeing? Well, I... 
I would say I kind of like three things kind of come to mind. I think one is, is, you know, a person needs to make sure they examine themselves to see if they're in the faith. You know, they need to to do what Second Corinthians thirteen five says to to test yourself. You know, whether you be in the faith or not, because I think there's a lot of of men who might think they are Christians and maybe not, and they're trying to live the Christian life, but they can't. They can't get over sins or enslaved to pornography or whatever, and they just they just don't get it. They, it's not working for them, and they don't know what's wrong. And sometimes it's because they don't know the Lord. They just think they do yeah. because they call themselves Christians. And so, I think one of the the, the first place I would start, just, you know, if I was talking with an individual who was just that way is, do you know the Lord? How do you know the Lord? What is the gospel? How does somebody appropriate the gospel? And has your life changed? Are you a new creature in Christ? So that would be the first thing. The second thing I think is in a lot of churches, if if there isn't good, clear, biblical exposition, you know, Bible studies, inductive Bible studies, the teaching of the Word of God, you're just not going to grow. You're going to kind of just stay in kind of an anemic state where you're not really growing like you need to be growing because you're not being fed the Word, because God's Word is the primary means of receiving His grace after you become a Christian so that you can grow in respect to godliness. So that would be probably the, the second thing. The third thing is, is we're being bombarded by the world yeah. with feminism and just a whole attack on gender, on reversal. You know, you cannot, like, kind of, I watch TV sometimes, and it's like every person in leadership is a, is a woman. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care if they're a general. You know, it's a it's a 24-year-old cute gal, and she's leading the, the military. You know, it's like, it, it's so women empowerment saturated. And it's just a lie, but we are so being bombarded with it. People, some people are starting to believe it that, you know, women are no longer being valued because they keep house, they stay home, they love their children, train their children, love their husbands, you know, practice hospitality. Those things are, are looked down upon, the things that God esteems as good and, and, essential yeah. and what what is being promoted now and you just see it in everything once if you just take note of it you'll see it it's like half the superheroes or more than half the superheroes they're women yes you know i mean you got this one 98 pound woman and she can take out seven navy seals you know it's like it, there's so much lying going on about gender about men's and women's roles and i don't think um, a lot of people have their radar up, and they don't realize that they're slowly being brainwashed by, you know, hundreds of hours of this lie. And if they're not in the Word, and if they're not constantly being saturated in God's truth and just marinating in it, then that negative, false, lying, bent reasoning is going to change them and possibly make them passive, you know, and start believing that lie. So probably those three things would probably be what I would say is causing the kind of the leadership crisis in the church, in the home, and in society in general. I couldn't agree more. I just think you nailed it there. And guys, that's why 
you need to come. Please come. Yes, you need to get to church weekly and and be a part of a small group as well. We've got a great Bible study that meets Tuesday mornings, that kind of thing. If you can, I know some of you just can't because of whatever reasons, but if you can, be a part of another group of just guys being together and sharpening each other and getting into the Word verse by verse. But then, you know, how many men's conferences are you going to get to this year? This might be it, where you've got a couple of hundred men coming together and you're going to be under the teaching of Dr. Jack Hughes and there's going to be some resources there and you're going to get a great lunch, Todd's Beef Brisket for crying out loud, uh, and it's only $30 if you register by January 10th. It is important to do this. Would you please set aside this uh, the time? Saturday, February 4th, wives, if you're listening right now and and your husband, you know, he's busy and he's not hearing this interview, mark it down, talk to him about it. We'll put it up as a podcast and you can have him listen to what Jack was just sharing here. So important, so important. What a great way to get the year off to a good start is to come and attend this conference on Saturday, February 4th. Jack, honored to speak with you. We look forward to hearing more from you when you come, and uh, just God bless you. Thank you so much. Oh, Phil, it's been a really great and good good to be able to talk to you a little bit. And I just want you to know I'm, I'm envious of your voice. Your voice is so amazing. I just think, you know, God gave me a Mickey Mouse voice, but no, um, no. <laughs> I, I just uh, it's like, man, your voice is great, but a perfect. You should like do radio. I should. You know, it's not too late. <laughs> not too late to change careers. <laughs> I think I sound better through the phone, though. That's what I've heard. But anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. All right. And so good to talk to you. Uh, looking forward to seeing you Saturday, February 4th. Has safe travels. And uh, there you go. Thank you for taking the time. All right. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate it. You bet. Dr. Jack Hughes coming February 4th. One last time. Go to our website, yourqfm.com. Click the uh, Act Like Men conference. You can register. Let's go. And this is your life, God's truth. Your QFM.